0: Spotted this report. I thought was interesting because whether you're right or left, um, as we as we watch these wildfires tear through uh, the Northwest Territories as well as uh, through BC, um, a new poll suggests that protecting our forests is one issue that unites most of us. No matter no matter who you are, where you live, we care. And Nature Canada and the Natural Resource Defense Council teamed up. They hired ECOS to survey how Canadians feel about this and found 81% feel the government needs to do more to protect our forest and wildlife. Lowest with support would come from Alberta, but even there, 76% are in favor. And it holds up despite the political belief. You've got 53% of uh, people's party of Canada that agree more protection is needed. And that includes and the numbers big 80% of Canadians want more protection, even if it puts limits on the forestry, forestry industry, which held in B.C., which would take the biggest hit. I want to bring Dr. Michael Polanyi into this uh, conversation, policy and campaign manager for Nature-Based Climate Solutions. I bro- appreciate you joining us.
1: Oh, pleasure to be here, Alex. Thanks for having me on.
0: Let's talk a little bit about these numbers. Um it's interesting. I'm not surprised that most Canadians, right or left, want more protection. I think maybe it's these wildfires that really kind of raised, uh, you know, attention to the fact that we've not done enough. Like, you know, we know climate change is coming. We know that temperatures are getting hotter. But clearly, we're not doing enough to prevent these things from happening or preventing them from becoming so destructive.
1: Yeah, yeah, certainly forests, uh, wildfires are top of mind and and so many people have been affected. It's just really unprecedented this summer. Um, And uh, yeah, I think think Canadians feel a connection to forests generally. I mean, many of us live near forests. Many of us seek out forests, you know, to kind of uh, unwind after um, living in cities and that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, also, though, there was quite broad support or a range of measures to reduce the impacts of logging on forests, things like phasing out clear-cutting or um, getting companies to, to pay a carbon price when they burn wood, um, and ensuring that uh, the greenhouse gas emissions associated with logging are clearly reported, which isn't the case right now.
0: Albeit, I mean, there are other opportunities, you know, I've heard a lot from Indigenous voices, spoke with one this week, they've been asking for a long time to be part of the solution. They understand how to mitigate this stuff, they understand how to remove brush, they understand the land, they understand the threat, yet they're never um, paid or asked to, to, you know, be part of of this solution. We don't really have, you know, a cohesive plan to, uh, you know, um go to the things that we know are going to happen. Flooding and fires are a thing, and yet we don't ever seem to want to get ahead of it and end up spending billions on the other side to fix it. I mean, if we spend as much money as we did fixing the damage of the beast, which was a massive fire, wildfire in Alberta, you know, which was $9.8 billion to recover, if we spent, you know, logging companies had to put that kind of resource into mitigating stuff or even... I don't know if you could do uh, irrigation in some of these areas. We would save a lot of money.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely right. Prevention is 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 much cheaper than pay, paying after the fact. And you know, Canada, to its credit, the federal government has developed a national adaptation strategy. It's not sufficiently funded yet, but uh, it's that's a step. And and certainly groups are pushing for more funding there. I think you're right, also around. Uh, you know, indigenous people have have a lot of skill and and traditional knowledge, and if that hasn't been tapped into, I think that has been tapped into in other countries with success in terms of preventing fires. And um yeah, i yeah, mean, but we can- live
0: in Canada, so I don't understand why it has't. This is what I'm, and it's not like it's the first time for years I've heard from fire rangers and indigenous groups saying, look, we don't do enough to mitigate. We just do not do enough to clear stuff. And I think to myself, I, we, we are a massive country, and we are a massive country known for our wood and our natural resources. Why has it not become more of an issue uh, of, of going more in on, on doing these things, spending more on it?
1: Uh, I mean, I would say two things to that. One is that it's really, uh, I mean, we're, we're only seeing the huge effects of climate change the, the the effects of heating and drying of forests, the the massive expansion of wildfires i mean it, it this year is is just off the scale right unprecedented so i mean i think that that's true as things are changing fast the other thing that's not really talked about is how our model of industrial logging actually uh, puts forests more at risk of burning uh, there's quite a bit of evidence that you know, primary forests—forests forests that haven't been logged before—are uh, mm. are cooler, are more moist, um, and are less susceptible to fires. When you go in and cut down that forest and then replant right. single species of tree, that that forest is not as resilient. It's it's hotter, right. too close together. So, so I think is that because it lacks the canopy? Yes. Mm-hmm. Sorry?
0: Is that is that because it l- it lacks the, the the canopy that would would that shade and and get protection right? Yeah,
1: of. okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so, so then we know that this, this has been going on. We've been logging for years. Why then don't they force the companies to put in measures like you have to have a certain amount of? I don't know if they could irrigate. It would be very expensive. But then I go back to the point: if we're going to spend nine point nine billion dollars to build houses back that were burnt down, wouldn't that money be better off putting it into prevention? Therefore you know you wouldn't have those kinds of you know disasters
1: yeah i mean you know one thing we're deeply concerned about is we think um the logging sector in particular there's there's a real lack of scrutiny lack of transparency there's kind of a lot of uh mythology around this sector as being they call it they don't call it logging they call it sustainable forest management and and there's really not you know one of the things is is Nobody really knows what the greenhouse gas emissions associated with wide scale logging is. Um, you know, you're cutting down a lot of carbon going up into the atmosphere, you know, when the, when the wood is burned or when the wood is turned into tissue paper and, and the government, the federal government doesn't report that. So right. it's partly this, this kind of culture of, lack of transparency and lack of accountability in that sector in particular. And uh, that's something we've been pushing for. I mean, without the kind of information about the impacts of industrial practices, you really can't put in place good policies to, to, to encourage more sustainable practices.
0: Right. And we're talking about a government that's, you know, all in on climate change, and they've had eight years to do a lot of this. They've done none of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say they've done none. I mean, they certainly they they've implemented a carbon tax, which which, you know, people don't necessarily like. But that is part of the puzzle of uh, reducing emissions. But you're right. I mean, emissions haven't come down significantly under this government. They're they're the worst performance amongst uh, G7 countries in terms of emissions. Um, Yeah, they they and I think all political parties need to step up and address this crisis. And, you know, that is, as you said at the outset, that's one hopeful thing about this poll, I think, is that uh, Canadians across political spectrum care about Mm -hmm. forests. They care about nature. I think they understand that protecting these carbon-rich ecosystems is part of maybe one of the most effective ways to fight climate change. And so, you know, my hope is that leaders of all political parties see that, nature is a shared concern, and that they try and overcome their political differences and work together to protect forests.
0: Well, they're sure good at being reactive. We definitely know that. So we'll see. Um, I'd rather less talk and more action. So we'll see. I appreciate your, th- your thoughts on this.
1: Well, I appreciate you having me on out. Thanks so much.
0: Take care. That's uh, Dr. Michael uh, Polanyi. He's with the uh, policy and campaign manager for nature-based climate solutions over at Nature Canada. You know, we get a lot of I get a lot of comments saying, these were started by arson. Okay, that may be. The problem is once they ignite, you can't put them out and they become massive infernos. And I go back to the point, if there was nothing for fires to eat up and be fueled, which is a lot of brush and dead branches and that kind of stuff, if, if you got in there and really aggressively got rid of that stuff, they wouldn't burn as aggressively. The temperatures are hotter. We do nothing to prevent it. And it's just so infuriating given how much we blow rebuilding. It just, it doesn't make sense.